The greatest artifact of Thassalon's age lies broken and its pieces scattered throughout Verigia. First Emperor Zin's Sahedrin would prove a powerful boon to any who could wield it. Blood has been spilt as agents of Magnamar's Pathfinder Lodge have fallen in the quest to reunite the shards. However, the quest must continue. The people of Verigia must have a defense against the rising rune lords and ancient evils. The shards cannot remain held by villains and put to nefarious purpose. The Yorkton Gamer Guild, in association with RPGMP3.com presents Shattered Star Reforged. And we're on back again for Shattered Star. Do, do, do. Do, 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 do. Who's got the super glue? <laughs> um, Unfortunately, two pieces are still missing. Uh, does anyone wish to recount what happened last session? Uh, we talked our way out of the fight with Drakes. Yep, through quite uh, great awkwardness and... I think the way I would word it is that we talked some Drakes into being our allies for money. That's why you're the talkie man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Arrow is diplomatic, but she can't word good. <laughs> and Gorham's intimidating rather than diplomatic. Words, words are hard. Arrows are cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is much easier to shoot than talk. I don't know much either. Arrows are easier. Yeah. yeah. Well... My arrows are cheap because they come out of nothing. <laughs> Just like... Oh, never mind. <laughs> All right. So, uh, the party has... Train. Uh, the party has gathered the Shard of Envy. They've cleared out threats to Winsong Abbey, or at least dealt with them peacefully for the next occupants to deal with on a more permanent basis. Eh, the new abbot is not a threat <laughs> to the abbey. I, I was trying to decide if you meant the new abbot or the drakes. I know, right? <laughs> I think mean to say is that we have decided, uh, you know, the abbey was very nice. We're just buying it to flip it and sell it. So there's some problems that we may not have gotten to, but I, we got them in definitely saleable condition. And I, we're feeding the we're feeding the boglodites to the uh, drakes. I, uh, I I I don't think the uh, undead cleric priest dude would appreciate it being flipped. <laughs> well, we're kind of flipping it to him, aren't we? Mm, that's, well, that's a fair point. So by the time the party returns to Magnamar, they're kind of rapidly noticed, even by the guards that are walking by. It's like, oh, you were the guys that were helping to clear out those monsters that invaded the Windsong Abbey, weren't you? Yes. yes. Yeah. Hey, did, have you finally killed all of them? Is it is it safe for the priests to go back and rebuild? Uh, more or less. I would say it's definitely safe adjacent. 
And, and, and basically, this is the reaction you get from most of the town. The party is reasonably recognizable, what with the half-orc in solid adamantine full plate, um, the Eidolon walking beside uh, a Shawanti archer and such. Generally recognizable. Um, and, and there's just kind of people like pointing and, and kind of giving the odd um, crowd whispers and such. Um, and, and, uh, yeah, in, in, in general, you're, you're rather celebrated and, and people are even talking about, um, on, on occasion, they're, they're asking, it's like, oh, I hear you pathfinders are cooking up something, uh, with, with, the the mayor of, of Magnamar to protect the city from, from, from those rune lord characters. We are? Oh, I, I understand. It's all. Hush, hush, right, right, but good good on you, good. Praise the protectors of Magnamar and Verisia. We're also working on protecting you from chemtrails, but don't tell anyone. <laughs> and heralds of the... Uh, end times? Cataclysm? Uh, uh, champions of the end times, I believe? Champions of the end times. Gorb has a title. <laughs> Which I'm sure will uh, tie in with his. <laughs> oh, half orcs always me. joking about slaughter and mayhem. <laughs> yes, yes, he does that too. <laughs> <sighs> Champion of the end times. You're able to. Uh... My elders would weep. <laughs> it's just sexy talk, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make a cataclysm with you in bed. (laughs) I am the bringer of the end times. First, you'll have an end time. Then I'll have an end time. Then you'll have a second end time. (laughs) We're going to end all over the place. (laughs) I'm going to (laughs) conclude. I'm going to make you off. Feast of the Gods! <laughs> <laughs> ah, we are dirty people. God. <laughs> so, which much celebration and clapping on the back, uh, you make your way uh, to the better part of town to Hydemark Manor. Uh, guards at the door. The security seems to have lowered from the last time uh, you guys can mostly remember. And as you kind of have your brief and uh, briefing with Sheila Hydemark, uh, and telling her all of your uh, the tales and agreements with the Abbey and uh, the activation of the Shard and visions of where you're heading next, she will inform you that um, uh, with the recovery of the rest of the Shards so far and your efforts in saving Windsong Abbey from this calamity, uh, the Pathfinder Lodge has able to swing considerable weights among the nobility and mayoral office of Magnamar, and have um, started to be able to put together uh, a program and, and revealed some of the um, plans to put the shard together with certain select individuals of prosperous and great skill amongst the town. Um, they're, they're, they're putting together a group of uh, 
some of the better spellcasters to research and assist in the ceremony once all the shards are recovered. And as well, the um, mayor is definitely using the um, uh, news of the, the heroes of Windsong Abbey working on a secret project to create a weapon to defend against any reawakening archmages planning to try to take over Magnamar and such. That'll play well down at the tavern. So, uh, you guys are are able to spend some time <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> researching and writing down all the notes and basking a bit in the hero's life somewhat. Uh, when I am... Um, not that you guys use them a whole lot, but you'll get... The, the increase of 12 in the Pathfinder Society faction and 12 prestige points. Um, I'll, I'll figure that stuff out later. It's kind of a little side mechanic. Basically, they're like air miles for Pathfinders. Um, we're, we're still at zero with that, that weren't we? You were. You were. This the current party. Um, so, so, so I'll figure out where exactly that... Yeah, well, I'll, I'll figure that out later. I don't think they're too important to use right now. Um, Alex definitely is doing some training with Arrow to become a better archer and swaps out some spells, as well as assisting in creating the maps and all that. There are a um, few other things that happen. I have a quick question. Yep. Yeah. Uh, since Arrow has the Shard of Lust, does that influence her mood at all? No, no. The... Um, all of the shards the party has have been sealed with an ion stone, which removes any of the curse effects of them. Oh, okay. If there was no ion stone, yes. Yes, that would affect Arrow greatly. She she wouldn't be a monk <laughs> very well, would she? A monk of what would be the question? Mm. To the lust pits. <laughs> speaking of the lust pits... Um... One night, as I'm sure Gorham is enjoying the company of Magnamar's most infamous brothels, the Shucked Oyster. Oh, you know him <laughs> so well. <laughs> tasty, tasty. Shucked Oyster. That is just classy. Uh, he is approached by the proprietress of the establishment. You are um, probably somewhat familiar with Madame Seashaw Rackus, a half-elven woman dressed in tightly wrapped silks that cling to a voluptuous form like a second skin in bright accenting colors. Neck-length black hair frames an impish smile and eyes that could promise many things. Uh, I like where this is going. <laughs> Gorum, sweetie, prized customer of my establishment, I have something very important to share with you. You see, there's, um... Yes, please. There's, there's this other little, small, icky, hole-in-the-wall place in town that calls itself competition you may have heard of the house of welcome anyway 
They say that they have a wyvern's head in their barroom. And I know someone strong like you. You'd be able to get me something much better than that, wouldn't you? Well, yeah. I almost could have gotten you a tentacle of a god uh, long ago. Uh, um... I knew you were in the market. I don't know about a tentacle. Uh, I mean, it needs to be something in good condition and look really fierce or splendid and, and not something small like a wyvern. You'd be able to get me something like that, wouldn't you? Yeah, we we run across some fearsome things in the field. I I have I have a spare your trophy. I have a spare rod of splendor I'd be willing to give you for this. Or you and your companions can have free services at the oyster for life. Oh. You think on it, yes. and next time you're out, get me the most impressive monster head you can find, and I'll take care of your monster head. <laughs> Priority mission. She's good at sex and puns. <laughs> Where have you been all my life? Uh, side quest number one. Uh, Monster head for the madam. <laughs> Retrieve a trophy for the shucked oyster. Must be corporeal and without rot, and only the most impressive beastie will do. Corporeal and without rot. So do I have to get something for, like, gentle reposing it? That would mm. probably be useful. Yep. I guess that would be easier than taxidermy. I might be able to help. Oh. All right. Um, during this time period, the, the party is definitely researching, and admittedly, I think um, the party was able to figure out most of it with, like, a maxed-out knowledge... Uh, Geography check from Alex uh, about the guilt spur, the location you are planning to go to next. Uh, would you like me to um, review, I believe, the information you would have found on this? Yes, please. Right. So, starting from the lowest knowledge check to the highest knowledge check on the guilt spur, uh, the guilt spur is said to be cursed. A site avoided even by the giants that call the Storval Plateau home. The site is little more than a strange green pinnacle of stone protruding from the ground, and even this is enough to send chills down the spines of those who believe in the area's curse. Um, uh, the Giltspur is in fact a Thessalonian ruin, a building buried under a massive lava flow that blanketed much of the northeastern Storval Plateau during the fall of Thassalon. The building itself is said to have been a combination laboratory, an embassy for strange otherworldly allies of Karzog, the rune lord of greed. Uh, 
the place we already have that shard, right? I think so, yes. I believe the party does. Actually, I think specifically you have it, if I'm not mistaken. Hmm. Uh, Next, the place was little more than rumor until recent years when stories began to emerge of an immense excavation led by the blue dragon Cadralcasta. These stories tell of entire tribes of hill and fire giants enslaved by the dragon and forced to painstakingly dig out the chambers of buildings buried in the ground below the great green spur. Lastly, the ancient, nearly forgotten church of Lysala, the goddess of runes, supposedly ran the laboratories of Giltspur and were instrumental in aiding Karzog in forging an alliance with the other worldly realm of Ling, to which Giltspur served as a sort of embassy. Rumors of portals to this nightmare realm deep under Giltspur were common during Thassalon's height. And then regarding information on Casta, the blue dragon Casta is a powerful creature, a blue worm by all accounts, who once terrorized the hold of Belkzen. That she was viewed by the orcs of Belkzen as a blight and monster go a long way toward establishing her notoriety. She is a monster's monster. And Casta had a large lair in Belkzen, but abandoned it a few years ago and moved west into the Cinderlands. She's been sighted in the vicinity of Giltspur and has recruited hill giants and fire giants to aid in excavating the ruin. Her reasons for this excavation are unknown, although the fact that she left Belton not long after exploring and destroying a Thassalonian ruin. There has led some to believe she learned of great treasure supposedly hidden in the ruins of Giltspur. These same rumors speak of how, after the destruction of that ruin, the dragon seemed to grow even more violent, to the extent that the orc tribes of Belkson still fear her return. As the party is spending some time researching about this, uh, Sheila um, recommends to Diane if uh, Diane would be able to consult with the head of Magnamar's most esteemed school of wizardry, the Stone of the Seers, an academy that focuses primarily on abjuration and divination magic. Sheila wants you to meet with Leus Nivlandis to see if he would be open to participating in the ceremony to unify the shards into the Sahedron. And she knows he's had a past interest in the Giltspur. And perhaps by mentioning that you're heading there, you could arrange... Um, some sort of experiment or look into specific things that could um, aid his research. Okay. It is. Hey, that's that's basically what she's mentioning and and asking if you want to do that. Um, I, I would also just like to quickly point out that Sastel is currently offering a promotion. You could go to. Um, Ultra, which is 25 megabits per second down and 2 megabits up for 25 bucks a month for the first three months. See, I was wondering if that applies if I'm... Unfortunately, because I've been burned by SaskTel before. If I'm already a customer, does that still apply to me? I don't know. That's the unfortunate part. I do plan to looking into that once the parts are all arrived. I mean, it doesn't take them much to swap my connection. Yeah, it's normally $80 a month for that connection. Like, that's what I'm... 
that's what I'm paying for and that's what I'm getting out here in Kenora. Mm -hmm. And even with that, I still can't do certain things like, uh, you know, uh, Twitch streams or anything like that. I just don't have the bandwidth to do so. Two megabits up is not enough. Yeah. No, I was uh, I was definitely looking at that and considering it because it's it's actually not that much more money than what I'm currently on. Um, oh, it's a bit more. If you're on five megs down, that plan. Should, oh, I guess that's only fifty two dollars a month. Yeah, that's it's not that much more uh -huh. for five times the connection speed. You should you should absolutely upgrade, in my opinion. This podcast is not sponsored by. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Probably this, more. Well, this this is going to bring up an interesting point because Gora, what are you getting for internet? Um, oh my, uh, I've got uh, I think about eighteen down and twelve up. Twelve up. That's the difference. Dustel just does. They don't offer anything about two megabits per second up. Uh, other than if you live in like Saskatoon or Regina and get access to Sastel fiber. But other than that, you can't get more than two megabits up. It's why we can't stream here. Fair enough. Anyway, um, yes, I would absolutely go talk to Mr. Nivladis. That can be arranged. All right. Uh, yes, it's, it's very easy enough to arrange. And in fact, there's almost some professors that are already trying to get you to do guest lectures on conjuration magic as you're walking through the door, with, with possibly with Eidolon in tow. Of course. Um, so, uh, you're, you're able to, there is unfortunately still some waiting. He is the head of it and a very busy man, but in relatively decent time, you're able to get a meeting with him. Yeah, the faded color of this half-elf's hair and the lines of his face betray what must be a great age. Nonetheless, he moves purposely and is enrobed in the cloak of a high mage with a silver circlet around his brow that radiates a sense of power. Aha, uh -huh, my meetup was sexier. <laughs> I don't know. I'm a half-elf woman. He's a half-elf mage. Huh? 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 Does, uh, mm. it, does my eye one there for some three-way action? Is Diana a silver fox chaser? What? <laughs> With oh, magic, but a modifier to your ability scores. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that's a good answer. I like that. <laughs> all right. Uh, what he lacks in constitution, he makes up for in wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> well, before the senility. Oh, Curtis, you are a treat. Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> greetings, uh... Diane Archer, I believe. I've heard of your accomplishments and that you are a summoner of uh, not small skill. Well, I do what I can. Uh, I assume um, Sheila Hydemark sent you on behalf of the Pathfinders. She has been insistent in being part of what sounds a perhaps reckless venture into Thessalonian magic. Reckless it may be, but you must agree it's necessary. I am not a fan of the fads and the mayor using it as propaganda in another re-election campaign more likely than not. 
Oh, most likely, yes. But one gathers resources as one can. Certainly an academic like yourself is familiar with that. It is true. I would not mind assisting in studying these artifacts. But I imagine Sheila has offered some sort of character to incentivize my aid. Oh, straight to the point. I like that. Um, well, we may or may not be heading in the direction of Guildspur next. Guildspur. I understand uh, you have some interest in that area. Yes. I've always wanted a visit, but... Well, students, I leave them alone for a month, and you come back with frogs everywhere and who knows how many demons hiding in the walls. You could always bring them with you as a human shield. <laughs> Unfortunately, the prestige of the Academy prohibits that. Understandable. We are not like oh, the right. Academy in Corvosa, which would not bat an eye at that. <laughs> However, I am not inexperienced with magics. Perhaps I could help you with your research? This is true. I certainly trust any conclusions you were able to find in exploring it. In particular, I've heard that the Giltspur has very powerful abjuration wards. I'd be very interested to know how these wards function and... Indeed, what great energy source is required to maintain them constantly? That is fascinating. I would certainly be amenable to doing that research while we're in the area anyway. Very good. Um, if you are able to do that, I will aid in this task of the Pathfinders and perhaps be able to find um, a spare item in the Academy's vaults that is no longer required here. That would be greatly appreciated in our endeavors. Very well. Now, will you be, um... Have you ever been a guest speaker before? <laughs> <laughs> no. And, uh... I'm, not sure what, I'm not sure how much value I could bring to a lecture. Everybody seems to want to get me to speak, but as soon as I get up there and start talking about my Eidolon, my eyes glaze over and theirs glaze over for an entirely different reason. <laughs> it's true, the more you summon them, the more they're like your children. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so you have a probably remaining cordial meeting with him, and otherwise... Have side quest number two. Mm. Investigate the source of the abjuration wards of the Giltspur. Uh, particularly How come mine had to be number two? How come his could <laughs> be number one? You got the poo quest. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny, because yours involves killing something. <laughs> yeah, but I'm going to be golden. Well, he's hunting a head, so... <laughs> I just want to get ahead in life. And I was promised a rod. Oh, <laughs> Zing! <laughs> so would it be possible to obtain a sack or something enchanted with, like, you know, gentle repose that's big enough for, say, a dragon's head? 
Hmm. I do have, to have a wand of gentle repose. Oh, that would probably uh, suffice. Yeah. Well, sadly, I I do lack in uh, reincarnation and raise dead type spells, so I figured in case one of you guys fell down, I should be able to like preserve you for the clerics or your burial, whichever comes first. That's always good to know. I just got to remember not to hit it in the face. Because <laughs> that's your money maker, right, Gorum? Exactly. Well, <laughs> money or booty maker. Yeah. Well, at least according to your new picture that I made you, you're kind of Gastonish, so why not? <laughs> Though for some reason, our icons are the old ones on this page. I... Shush, shush. I don't, I don't know what you mean. Whatever do you mean? Well, I, I wasn't poking fun at you. I was just... See? They're all the new ones. Le Poisson, Le Poisson. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> wrong, wrong Disney. All right. Um, if, unless there's any other preparations, uh, you guys can travel to Giltspur whenever you wish. It is quite the far journey. However, I imagine, I think we determined it was technically within teleport range. Isn't anything on this plane within teleport range? Um, teleport still has some limits. Because uh, this is still just regular teleport, isn't it? It's not great. Yeah. Teleport yeah. with air. Scatter my atoms across the void. It's unnatural. You're always so worried about errors. I'm just going to look up something really quick. Yep. Just one of these times we're going to beam down and I'll end up looking like Arrow. <laughs> and what's wrong with the way I look? I'd have to get a different class of lady. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There's elf candies out there. Uh, let's see. 100 miles per caster level. I yeah, I think this is close enough, if I recall. Well, we could cut it down into a journey of several days, and if not, uh... it it would it would it would just be two castings, really. Um, but I, I think it's close enough. Um... So, can I do a quick research on what other type of monsters, since giants and a giant dragon apparently dragged stuff out of this thing, but what other large, impressive beasties we might be able to uh, face um, in that area? That could fit in a oyster. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. I might yeah, not be able to get it in the head. Of... It's got to pass through the neck of the haversack to get my haversack. All right. Uh, do you want to do knowledge geography? Um, I could try. Gorm does actually have some knowledge skill, I and, think. Uh, um, let's see here. I believe you can use a plus four bonus. Um for being uh, using the resources within Hydemark Manor. I'd be better if it was, you know, Dungeoneering, Engineering, or Local, but... 
Uh, unless you're asking Alex to research for you. Well, I mean, I'd always be happy to, you know, help her fetch books, but. Uh... So, knowledge geography. Here's a question. Yep. And I, I apologize if I'm too late, but what would the gold cost be for me to upgrade my headband of alluring charm plus two to a headband of alluring charisma plus six? Plus six, unless you have a lot of money, is probably out. I think that's in the 30,000 range. It is, but my character currently has 54,000. Oh, really? Okay. Um, I, I You probably have the costs in front of you. I, I would allow just pretty much the flat difference. Okay. I will probably just do that real quick. Yeah. So 32,000 difference. And you even got prettier. <laughs> uh, so, Alex got. I'm like, I'm misplaying, misplaying Gwidoc. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Alex's view is able to come back. Um, there, there are giants. What is that? I'm trying to figure out what this thing is before I see. They mentioned the leg, which means they're going to get all Lovecraft on us. A Shantak, which is a kind of magical beast that's honestly probably not too much different than a wyvern. Hmm. Uh, in the mountains, you might find things like ropers. Um, you might find mastodons. Mm. Rocks are potential. Drakes. Night hags. Ooh, she might like a night hag, Hagen. Uh, probably not. Just don't go for a hydra. We'll be around all day. <laughs> one, one hydra head. Oh, uh, two, two hydra head. But that's the Lenarian hydras, I believe. Huh? Um, they are also known for their. Um, giant fireworms. However, the head of one of those would probably fill the half of the common room just by itself. Sad. Yeah. Hmm. But what a fireplace it would make. Uh. <laughs> so, um... What was that weaver type called again? A, sh a shantak? Shantak. It's a beastie. It's not much more impressive than a wyvern. She, she wants to really outclass this other place. Ah. It sounds like we're gonna have to. Get, I'm gonna have to get her a dragon head. Dragon heads are large. Oh. You finally come across a dragon. As you approach closer, the dragon seems to be following a small blonde girl. You're not sure why. <laughs> oh dear. Hmm, which first? Blonde girl or dragon? Mm. 
No offense, but she survived I don't know how many seasons of Game of Thrones. I don't think we could kill her. <laughs> well, she's no Hodor. I haven't even watched that show. So... <laughs> oh, Hodor. Yeah, okay. I knew that guy. Yeah. All right. Um, yes. Anything, anything else the party wishes to uh, discuss or prepare or spend? Hmm. Orb of dragon kind control is probably out of our uh, <laughs> out of our budget. You know they have every color except blue. Um, <laughs> Damn it! Isn't oh, that? We'll just get one of the metallic ones then. Isn't what? it near where um, Arrow's tribe is? Yes, this is in the Storval Plateau. Um, admittedly, the plateau is not heavily. Um, populated well for and, reasons yeah and the shawanti would have no reason to stay near the giltsburg especially with its recent occupation of dragon and giants mm. uh, but technically you could come across other shawanti in the region yes okay don't worry arrow most of your tribe wouldn't count as monsters thank you thank you for that Oh, you're not so bad for a half-orc. Um, so yes, uh, whenever the party is ready, they can uh, basically choose to... Oh, that's that's right, I need to check. So how reasonably familiar could Diane get? That would be the question. With that Christmas, she can get quite familiar. Hmm. <laughs> How thorough do you want her to be? <laughs> With or without the rod? Guess I should refresh my rations. <laughs> and and get, get some more whiskey. There's that. So, um... Oh, enough. The party, um, probably Diane and Arrow actually discuss a fair bit about uh, how, where to teleport to exactly. As Diane really wouldn't have been there before. And in addition, Diane would know that um, areas of strong physical or magical enemy, uh, magical energy can make teleportation even more hazardous or impossible. So dropping directly on it is probably not a good idea anyway. So they probably discuss, try to figure out if there's some small seasonal settlement spot or oasis that Arrow can recall in the area that they might be able to be described in as much detail as possible to Diane. What is the current season right now? Oh, goodness. (laughs) The plateau varies <laughs> per season. And what's the moon like? And oh. um, can you do our astrology charts? Let's see. I'm from the moon tribe. Don't mock me. It's um, it's 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 probably getting uh, a little bit into um mm. some nippier fall weather, mm. probably around mid October, I imagine. 
the Storval still tends to, just because of its exposure to the sun, um, ha- have a certain heat to it, but it definitely gets um, brisk and very cold and windswept during the evenings. And the early mornings, I'd imagine. Yes. Mm-hmm. Are we talking ice stare cold or uh, just, you know? Uncomfortable. <laughs> There, there could definitely be some. Well, again, it, it's it's not a very high humidity area, so you wouldn't necessarily get frost, but it would be a bit biting cold. Definitely below freezings at nights at this point. The wind will go right through you. Mm. Uh, oh, I got a cloak now. That's okay. Well. I do believe that there is a tribe that stays until the autumn months. Are you trying to remember your actual stuff? Yeah, I'm trying to remember. <laughs> you don't have to necessarily. You can. Yeah, but, but, but I looked stuff up. I was trying to be a good role player. This is very good. It's very good. But but I, I, I will let you just to know... A decent spot that might be abandoned unless you actually want to interact with the other Shawanti. Who may not necessarily be the ones you met before and may not necessarily be as open to outsiders in in their lands. That is fair. So we could probably (laughs) inhabit the abandoned area, set up camp, and then just go from there. Yeah, so let's see. So, casually. What counts as seen casually? No. Hmm. Is there going to need to be scrying ahead of time? There may need to be scrying ahead of time. I have an idea. Yep. I have an idea. That would actually also work, now that I'm thinking on it. There are... What would I need to roll on a UMD check to cast a fifth level scroll? Uh, oh, fourth level. If I get it from a medium. Um, but, 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 where are skills? <laughs> uh, scroll would be 20 plus the caster level. So, I don't think mediums have full casting, do they? I'm just looking at the SRD, so it's just going to take me a quick... Oh my gosh. 13th level for a medium to get 4th level spells. So you probably want the the 5th level, which would be level 9? The psychic gets 4th level... Fifth level spells at ten. I think level nine for a standard caster is Gry would be better than telepathy actually. So if are we if we're gonna have to do multiple spots, he has to be somewhat familiar with some place halfway between here and the uh, Starval Plateau, and then needs to at least see it physically. Well, we'll see it not necessarily physically. Have some sort of actual image. It can't just be. Um, just like this description. Oh. Seven. 
We need the Omni Omniscope or whatever, the uh, Unseen Universities. Okay, so if I get a Bard level of, if I get a Bard scroll of Scrying, that's a level seven scroll. Uh huh. Though it's making it harder for me to scry at all because I'm not familiar with the place. See, my original thought was get a scroll of telepathy, and then I could read Arrow's mind and basically have her knowledge of where we're going. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. That would be a fair option, but it's a higher U of D check. Yes. However, scry is on a creature. Uh, or is there like just scry location or... How much money is left in the party fund? A fair amount. And I mean, I'm sure the other party might like, there is um, 1,500 basically. Well, that's a lot less than what I was thinking. Well, it was petty cash, but I mean, it wouldn't take much to gather like from the rest of the party to get more money, I'm sure. Is everybody able and willing to kick in nine grand? Nine grand from everyone sounds like a lot. For, are you buying us a magic carpet uh, plane thing or something? I'm buying a helm of telepathy so that we can, because <laughs> I'm sure this problem is going to come up again, and we'll just have the solution. Mm. Wherever we need to teleport, we find somebody who's been there, I slap on the helmet, mind melt with them, and then we can teleport away. Mm. But it's 27 grand for a helm of telepathy, and I don't have, I only have 22 left. Because I just upgraded my necklace into a prettier necklace. Now, to be fair, it's a very pretty necklace. <laughs> yeah, it's quite fetching. Uh-huh. Or can we think of a better way of doing this? Because the helm basically wouldn't require any rolls at all. We just, we're done. We're good. What about like crystal bally things? Don't those let you scroll, scry or something? The problem is if I'm scrying on a place that I like, if I get have secondhand knowledge, I've heard of the subject where I'm scrying, and I can only scry on a on a creature, not on a place. Mm-hmm. So Arrow has to describe a person that is where we think we want to go. Then I have to scry, and I have a negative modifier because I am only working on secondhand in- information. Would the shard vision be enough? What, what's oh, yes. Vision? Well, the shard vision... Oh, right. We had a vision of yes. where the next shard was. The shard vision would be accurate. There would be some inherent problems with it being close to the source. But that would work, at least for getting close. I, I don't know exactly how bad the mishap on teleportation is. But there would be a chance of that. But it would be an option. So we could, like, invisibly sphere up and teleport in and hopefully nothing notices? Well, I mean, hmm. It, it still may not necessarily... Let us cry. How familiar would you, how familiar would you say I would be just off of that? Because there's very familiar, studied carefully, seen casually, viewed once, and false destination. I would probably be closer to seen casually, if anything. See, even at seen casually, I have an 88% chance to drop us where we need to be. That's that's before the higher chance for it being a risky location. 
Oh, that's true. Because that would be directly into this, and it has been mentioned. It has some high um, uh, abjuration effects on it. So that yeah. would what put us a hundred miles off. So, so, we'd so be what exactly is a mishap? Because that still gets you with like within a reasonable distance. That's not bad. Oh. Um, okay, so a mishap would be slight damage. But yeah, mishap. But, but you're still reasonably close. Yeah. Potentially reasonably close. Yeah. So how slight are you going to damage us? Well, okay. So to be fair, we're talking about a two percent chance for a mishap, and we each take one d ten points of damage. So, well, I take more than that shaving. <laughs> You're really, really bad at shaving. What well, is with the falchion? <laughs> Probably shouldn't use the one that does bleed damage. Ah, it's just just acid. Why do you use that on your face, Gorum? Because the other one sucks levels. <laughs> well, I guess that's fair. If you burn the hair away, it won't come back. Wait, why didn't I take greater teleport? What are my fifth level spells going to? Keeping us alive? Oh, right. Banishment and Breath of Life. Those are pretty good. Breath of Life, is that the stop people who've almost just died thing? or? Um, I mean, there are... Um... I'm, I'm sure there are other options. Um, Breath of Life is a super cure. <laughs> 5d8 plus 1 per caster level. Nice. And it can technically bring a recently slain creature back from the dead. Resuscitation. I like yeah. that one. CPR. Clear. <laughs> yeah. Let's keep that one. That, that's yeah. a no. defibrillator, though. A, um, another option... Because you have your travel cleric with you, would be uh, picking oh, yeah. up a scroll of uh, Windwalk or two. And uh, that might have the speed necessary to get there. Well, how? Hmm. Does he have useful spells for this kind of a... He's lower level than you guys. He can cast oh. it with no, with no um, uh, failure check. Yeah, I, I will have to pick up Greater Teleport. So another month of training? <laughs> Is that? Well, no, because I'm not, I'm not losing either of my fifth level spells. It'll be when we level up. That's fine. Oh, okay. I think my fifth level spells are too important for us right now. Yeah, you, um... You have important spells. Well, well, how much would just a scroll of greater teleport be? Um, because you'll be able to cast it without failure. Yeah, a thirteenth level spell scroll. Wouldn't we need two for a return trip? Well, see, no. Once you're there. You um you have your your spot your 
space that you can teleport back to and whatnot. Ah, right. He already knows where we're coming from. He needs the other six addresses on the Stargate. So, a... <laughs> It'd be... Uh, they don't have Summoner listed here. But it would probably be the same as a fifth level bard, right? See, here's the weird thing about Greater Teleport. Uh, Summoner gets it at five, and that's the earliest anybody gets it. Everybody else gets it at seven. Yeah. But but Summoners have... Or maybe... Do you not have bard casting? What, uh, I don't know what... Let's see. Do I need to hit him in the head until he thinks he's a bard? Uh, no. Yeah, it'd be, so it would be about 2,300 gold, roughly. Well, I'm thinking it might even be less than that. Because a fifth level bard yeah, spell... But I'm, is, can summoners try if, if you find one with Scribe Scroll, which which you guys have some pull, you have some prestige within the society. It's true. So, so if we ask for a scribe, we could get a couple scrolls? Well, I'm saying I, I'd allow you guys to take advantage of a cheaper cost if you want to save some money. Bring us your best oiled scribe. Okay, okay how much... Yeah. How much do you charge for scrolls? Uh, if if you can, your price. Uh, I I'd say the society can get connections to to get you the um the summoner five one, which would let you buy greater teleport for sixteen hundred twenty five gold pieces each. For for each greater teleport, though, I imagine you really only need one for the most part. But you say that, but. It sounds like it would come in damn handy. If you wish. I will buy four of them. Very well. good. Are you buying them just out of your personal amounts then? Or? Yes. Okay. Even better. But yes. Uh, problem solved. Arrow can describe it, and Greater Teleport will pretty much just get you there. Ooh. If I'm not having to chip in on that, maybe I should upgrade my rations from orc trail rations to something a little nicer. <laughs> but the flavor of cruelty. Well, that's true. But you're a Desnite. You don't get the, the fingers as much in the uh, other trail mixes. It's true. I could bury off the jerky. <laughs> That's what I'm going on this quest for. Jerky? Well, it might be mouthy, but you know. I have a ring of sustenance. I'm cool. Yeah, that's pretty much why I don't buy, buy anything like that. I have a ring of sustenance. Eating is for suckers. Ah, you'll never know the wonderful world of flavors out there. And those sausages at Winsong Abbey. Those alone were worth the trip. So Arrow does sometimes miss food. You can certainly have food. You I just don't need it. I just don't need it. I need it, but both of my ring slots are taken. <laughs> 
And the, one of those mage hand extra ring necklaces just seems like a silly thing to buy. Too bad there can be like a, a nose ring of sustenance or a lip ring of sustenance. <laughs> well, there is apparently that joke about a uh, nipple ring of protection. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and my problem is that everybody is supposedly reluctant to actually use that then on like. Yeah. The idea is especially, it's like the cleric's like, I already have two rings, and everybody's like, you know. <laughs> Does your god approve of body modification? Although there is... bits, though. Yes. What rules for... approves extensively of body modifications. It's what, like an extra percentage to, like, combine two magic items effects? Ah, uh, that's, that's going into that. house-ruling territory and stuff. Ah, because when you go by the pure values of magic items, that's where you get into the constant true strike on all the time and stuff. Silly things that shouldn't be allowed like that. I still remember the good old gauntlets of harm. Saber <laughs> <laughs> die! Saber die! Saber die! I punched the dragon! His hit point total is now 1d4, and then I hit him for 1d3 plus 4 damage. Whee! That is where uh, a, a monk with constant uh, vampiric touch effect uh, really is a nice. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So the party has purchased scrolls of teleport and have a reasonable way to um, fly to uh, probably probably the place Arrow knows of is actually a, a small settlement that is no longer in use after the close giant occupation over the years. Too many raids and attacks. Hmm. And a chance of giants. <laughs> oh, drilling! You've hit oil. I'll, I'll I'll make sure to go by that other place and check out how impressive the wyvern head is. So I've I've got a good uh, gauge when I'm fighting things. <laughs> it's it's reasonably impressive, but it's probably just a standard wyvern. Maybe no. a little bigger than regular, but eh. I can beat that. Why do you treat Wavern so casually? They're a menace where I'm from. I hear they're good eating. Who are you talking to? That was the GM voice. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, certainly it's, it's impressive and such, but you can probably do better. <laughs> Too bad the uh, Headless Horseman didn't have a head. Mm. Well, and I didn't know about this offer at the time. It was kind of in the name. <laughs> Who would have ever known? Anyone. Literally anyone. Well, it's not like it was a Dullahan or anything. Dullahans actually carry their heads. Yeah, well, it was a Dullahan, actually. <laughs> Here, I brought you the head oh, of the right. He had several people's heads on his belt or something like yeah. that. Uh, Alright, so does the party wish to teleport in then? Walls to the wall. Swords at the ready. Well, sword. Well, well, in fairness, you don't believe you'll go straight into combat, but yes, you may be prepared. There's a chance for error. Wandering monsters. But there really isn't a chance for error with greater teleport. I agree with Gorham. I will be on my guard and have my Eidolon out, the same as always. 
So if there's a problem, I have an Eidolon. And I have a Falchion. It's unfortunately a little bit like that old proverb, when you have a hammer, every problem kind of looks like a nail. <laughs> you need to go do research. I send my Eidolon. Oh, is that what you're wearing thing? How is he researching? What? Oh. He has a Thor hammer. <laughs> Your only solution's a hammer. Every problem looks like Loki. <laughs> Apparently, until hell grabs your hammer and squishes it with one hand, like a bleeding badass, <laughs> like like hell in the bottom bottom Carter. Oh, that's true too. Spoilers. Uh, haven't seen. Yeah. Is it's that, probably is that an out illusion. Yet? Have is you that... not seen the premiere? The trailer's amazing. I try not to watch trailers because I don't. They give away too much. I find. No, it doesn't, and it's awesome. Well, unless you've seen the movie. Hulk. It, it, no, but it, it's so good. I'll watch the movie. And that line. Oh, right? Oh, my goodness. Speaking of speaking of no spoilers, do you want to come over and watch Logan sometime? I uh, watched it already, but... Oh, did you? Yeah. Yes. I cried. Uh, I wanted to see it, and I just couldn't bring myself to go to Yorkton Theater because it's, uh, what's the polite word for shit? I don't mind watching there. Oh, we've had that conversation before. But those seats are so awful! <laughs> oh my goodness. Anyway. Oh no, I like being able to lean back. <laughs> <laughs> you lean back because there's no back on the seat anymore! <laughs> it's gone, it was stolen! But I like it. I can lounge. I like to lounge. All right. So with a reading of the scroll, the party is um, whisked to the remains of a Shawanti settlement. Um, there was some, basically it's a, a nestling in some foothill crags with some uh, rocks and wood built up as a windshield but you can tell some of the seasonal huts have been torn apart um, there is no sign of any recent habitation in years and sign of very large creatures having picked over things some time ago uh, there is a chill in the air, and the wind is certainly blowing hard against the barrier, but in the little enclosed space, you're not too affected by it. Can I close my eyes and pick up any recent scents? Mm, perhaps some occasional... Maybe a nickel. Hmm? Maybe a nickel. Mm. <laughs> Five cents. Excellent. Uh, the fifth sense. Is there eating nickels in Pathfinder? Silver pieces. Mm. <laughs> um, there's there's some scent of occasional animal, but not much. Um, yeah, it, it, it def definitely seems like any life um, or general inhabitation or search of here uh, has been gone for some time. Mm. And uh, from, from this point, uh, Arrow... Uh, probably is able to um, figure that it's uh, more or less in a uh, eastern direction from here. That way. 
So, uh, Arrow volunteers to be the tour guide. Cool. Well, since this is the first actual adventuring we're doing outside, I fly 20 feet up. <laughs> Very good. Arrow, <laughs> is this good? <laughs> well, there's a question. Only 20 feet? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Above sea level. It's so I can't smell Gorham. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Would you mind if I went and mixed myself a drink? No, not at all. Cocktail hour. Oh, yes. I shall return. Threaten me, will you? No. Which way do the giants? As I said, to the general east, maybe a bit north from there. Um... Keep an eye out for dragons flying over, you know. So your lady friend asked for a head. How does she feel about a limb? Mm. I believe she was rather specific about an impressive head, but... Uh... Mm. Or at least a trophy... Hmm. It would be hard to top a wavering ball. Oh, I don't know. Get the right pressure on it, it'll be your bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Or so they told me in fighter school. I mean to moderately lug it into a uh, threshold. I mean. I'm not quite sure a uh, giant head would be tactful. Might be just a bit too close to a human's face. Yeah. I guess it depends on the giant. Actually, some of them are remarkably different. They're monsters. Well, that's in Athos where they had animal heads, I think. Hmm. What's that? I think it was in uh, Dark Sun where there was giants with animal heads. Ah. That sounds neat. It's been too long since I... Dark Sun for all the, played for all the fun stuff. <laughs> Life is pain. Can I see the beastie area again? Why do you want to see the bestiary? Because I'm curious. About what? About the area's beasties. About the area's beasties? Yes. No. You can't look at the bestiary during game time. (laughs) You can't can't do that. Well, why not? Because you're the player, and I'm the GM. That's my book. (laughs) Boo. Okay, Shantax in the Pathfinder wiki. <laughs> oh, is the image there? Uh, there is a little image. Oh, that's a little nasty looking. Yeah, they're really just kind of an ugly wyvern, aren't they? 
Yeah. Well, that's only a CR8 for a normal one. Probably need Did something I? more impressive. Did I mess this up? What the heck? What'd you mess up, Carter? What the heck? At least it's not a wig. It doesn't look too much like a <laughs> wig. That's, um, that's it. Oops. What's an oops? I, uh, I, I lost some uh, tokens Ooh. that I set up. I guess a normal wyvern's only CR6. So we're hanging out in this manor in the windswept plains. Hmm. So how much is a nice house in Magnamar? Oh my goodness. A nice house? Uh, that's something I'm going to have to look up some other time, really. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What are, what are property prices like? Or maybe you should look at a decent home. Well, you know. It I guess if I want a nice home, I just have to kill the previous owners. But The Pathfinders would frown upon that, I think. What, what the heck? I mean, stumble across, across their slain corpses. They would frown upon that. You'd have to go mm. through steps like a... A probate officer or something. <sighs> this is annoying. I had all these guys set up and now they're no longer here. Are they on the other map? No. I, I honestly have no idea what happened to them. They're in your other game. That shouldn't be likely. Well, good thing Curtis is giving ah. us a bit of a break so I can set these guys up. Oh. I'm a, I might get to go back and do another sleep study. Oh. Oh, apparently they think my, they think my apnea is uh, acting up and not being properly treated with my CPAP thing. No. My hemoglobin levels have been rising over time from on the uh, on my last few tests. Hemoglobin, that's the blood related stuff? Yeah. So you get that when you're like adapting to high altitude, low oxygen situations. Or if you have like bone marrow cancer that's causing your body to make too much hemoglobin and stuff, but 
Apparently mine's just I'm not breathing properly at night, I think. Okay. Yeah. It's really the best one. You can put this under your glass so it doesn't clink. Oh, that's what you have them for. You're clever, clever dearling. Like a coaster. But it, padded. I don't know. Have the clinks been showing up? Uh, I, I never tell how much background noise we get from all the shuffling we do on the desk. I think I've heard one. I hear more of the sliding of things on the desk. but Yeah, that's... Oh, that's the one thing I don't like on stand mics, too. You get vibration through the desk more often. But what can you do? You can put your microphone on, the mon- on an arm like I did. Would the arm still not be connected to the desk, though? It is, but it's kind of a... Like, it's got enough give that it's usually not an issue. That looks like a pretty solid mic. When did you get that? Oh, a while ago. Oh. I was going to get into podcasting for a while. And then I started writing and lost interest in it. <laughs> what would the podcast be about if you had one? Probably just me ranting. Aha. Ah. Uh. Some people do have respect for those. That's how Foamy the Squirrel there. got started, I think. <laughs> You'll have to excuse me. Some, for some reason or other, I, I, I lost a, a few of the tokens I needed. I had set up. And I'm trying very hard not to cheat. Uh, well, you know, we could just count it that we already killed all those things. So they finally made a sour cream and dill potato chip. It's delicious. A a what and dill? Sour cream and dill. Mm. Oh, we finally got uh, fully dressed chips down here. They did not let us have them for many months. Do you have ketchup chips? Um, well, I do if I go to the Norwegian market. Yeah. Ketchup, ketchup flavors is not that big in the States. No, but uh, the Norwegian market that imports a lot of stuff from Norway and England. I get can get curried ketchup and all the other, other flavors that we don't tend to have. And good meat pies. Okay. Of course, I can also get Ludovisk there, so that's, you know. Calculate risk. All right. So, yes, so how is um, the party planning to scout ahead and generally proceed? Uh, Arrow could scout. What's the general procedure? How far ahead are you getting? Are you going far and stealthing and reporting back every so often? Give me a general broad outline of how you're trying to do this. You'll, you'll, you'll probably need um, at least one kind of main navigator doing, like, uh, survival checks. 
or knowledge geography to kind of help make sure you guys get there without being um, spotted being lost, basically. Gorm's pretty decent at survival, although he doesn't know the area. I mean... Yet. Uh, survival is fine if you want to use that. I think that's reasonable for making your way carefully. Unless uh, anybody else has better stuff. Let's see. I have knowledge nature, ge not geography. That's ironic. And history with nature. I have survival. Oh, sense motive. That's what I've got. I do not have survival. Gorm has three do main I skills. I not have survival. Holy crap. That is a bit surprising. Actually, four with survival. Oh, no, you do have survival. It's just not a class skill for you. But you, you're fairly skilled in it. Yeah. True. Okay, so... Um, well, I mean, I guess I guess technically the party probably wouldn't have you their heroism and buffs on because you could be several hours at this yet. Yeah, that was probably correct. Um, so yeah, so who's or who's the main scout? Who's the main survivalist fighting their way? Um, I'm the fastest. On, on sure, the you are the you are the fastest, and uh, I could probably go maybe half a mile. That's fair enough. Just kite everything back to us once you catch aggro. <laughs> uh, do you want to roll me a survival check? And arrow died on patrol. No. Natural 20. Um, yeah, you're, you're easily able to find the way, and you kind of find increasing uh, tracks, some fresher, some not that show giant habitation, all heading back to a central location. Um, you're able to find some others as well. Um, a knowledge nature check. Are we on a different map or you haven't moved yet? I, I haven't moved because unfortunately I, I didn't really prepare an intermediary map. So the next one has stuff that you're not quite at. I rolled a 19 on Knowledge Nature. All right. Um, you're also able to see uh, basically some occasional tracks that remind you of mastodons. Ooh. As well as um, some larger canine prints. Like these would be for like a 10 foot long wolf or something, but you can't identify them any further than being of some sort of canine origin. Is that like a dire wolf or something? That could be one option. His paw is like that big. Mm. Alright. But, but those again are, are, are very few and far between. The majority of traffic you're able to find are giant footprints or boots. How fresh are the giant prints? You find occasional ones, especially as you're getting what you feel is closer, 
some perhaps are as recent as a day. Hmm. Okay. They um they they do seem to be heading out of multiple directions. Clearly there's some sort of scouting, ranging, or hunting going on out of some centralized location. So there's a tribe. Great. Okay. Can you tell Oh? Did we lose a thing? We just lost him. I hope he's able to reconnect. Otherwise, we're all going to have to play Reconnect Shuffle to get him back on. Yeah, me too. These chips are delightful, though. Sour cream? Uh, I'm not a fan of sour cream flavor myself. Mm. Oh, no. oh, I saw a flicker. Oh, there we go. Yay. I'm not seeing him. Hello? Hey, there he is. Welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, thank you. All of you went away. I I was still here. <laughs> so, um, since Arrow is both scouting away, um, unless there's uh, going to be any other scouting efforts, I will require Arrow to make a stealth check. I'll just be keeping an eye out for Arrow's return or dragons overflying or anything. And I'm flying. I'm flying above thing. With or anything tasty looking uh, yep. as we walk along. So I understood stealth check. A stealth check. You are approaching an area where there might be a settlement, and perhaps you may wish to be stealthy. That's definitely where you're going to beat me. 23. Garm isn't subtle. Okay. So you're able to approach, and what you will see is... Uh, the Ragged Badlands um, split here, forming a wide valley that rises up to a higher plateau nestled amid the peaks. A wide ledge switchback, um, sorry, a wide ledge switchbacks up this plateau, basically a ramp going back and forth, um, leading higher. Atop which a 50-foot-tall wooden structure sits. Beyond this structure, deeper in the valley, a green spur rises out of the cleft to tower over the landscape. The entire valley entrance has been blocked off by a 20-foot-tall stockade built of tree trunks. A pair of 45-foot-tall watchtowers flank an immense wooden gate at the eastern end of the stockade. You're able to see the general structure, but you've, um, you've, uh, well, make me a perception check. I can do those. The giant village. I can remember my alphabet buttons. 45. Now, you are some distance away. Um... And, and, and you're using some cover, but it's probably the distance that's helping you mostly from not necessarily being spotted yourself. Uh, still, you're definitely able to see at the top of the towers uh, on the stockade um, appear to be at least one century for each tower. And uh, there's definitely some occasional um, movements 
around the uh, building at the top of the plateau as well. But but you're probably like 200, 300 feet away at this point. You're still a fair distance away, which is, again, there's not a lot of cover and and it's it's would be a little difficult to approach entirely unnoticed. And there's no way to get around this fortress. I mean, it's it's pretty much a, a valley with um, some rather jagged and and rough um, terrain around it. Uh, not that it isn't possible, but it's a bit difficult. Mm-hmm. At least on foot. <laughs> I would leave uh, three out of four of us very disadvantaged. If you if you'd like, so you guys have a better perspective, I can kind of give you at least the um, the map view of this from like a bird's eye view to kind of give you a better. I just need to set this up briefly. Well, we just just have to fight our way through, raise the village, and torture some information out of the locals. You want to torture a giant? Want to? Well, well, I guess I can't even eat kibitz until you report back. I worry about you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, There, for example, uh, you even get to see some ballista set up. Ooh. Uh, ballistas for a giant or <laughs> Yeah, those are those are giant ballistas. Um the grid on that is a fifteen foot scale. So oh my. Each, each square is fifteen feet. Yeah. They would really give us the shaft. Oh goodness. <laughs> so so that gives you a visual idea of what you're kind of looking at as you report back to the party. There is uh, some optional news. I will report. Uh, neutral news. We could hike around the settlement that I found. Unfortunately, it's very difficult to... Uh... Well, I, I, I wouldn't say. It's, it's, it's not hiking. No, you would be rock climbing that. Rock climbing. It, it, is, it is rough. It is this... This is a little valley that has been part, like, that switchback didn't exist before. Almost all of this flattened area has kind of been dug out and and manufactured to be as nice as it is. The Giants terraformed an area. Basically, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Gorham is not a Sumerian, so I probably could not rock climb out of this in armor. I'm just out of, out of curiosity, why are we even investigating this? That's an area I found. Well, it's that, that green thing is the guilt spur. Oh. Oh! Okay. So we're going in. Yeah. Um. Hmm. And, uh... So I can't remember, is that a crystalline thingy? Uh, yes, if you want to see what the guilt spur looks like. Uh, where is he here? 
There. That's what it looks like jutting out from the ground. Ooh. Okay. Okay. What kind of crystal is that? That'd make a killer ion stone. <laughs> We'd only need a splinter of that. Nah, the whole thing's flitting around your head. It'll make extra impressive. No, thank you. Just think about it. You go like that, like headbang and just smash building. <laughs> That's a bit chaotic for uh, Arrow's <laughs> tastes. But it'd be funny. <laughs> so... Arrow reports the number of centuries she was able to see. She estimates that uh, gigantic wolves and mastodons are, in theory, involved with the settlement. Excuse me. Excellent. And uh, going around the settlement seems very unlikely. Especially when we need to get to that spur thingy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, in theory, we could fly. Us as a group? More or less. Or when you mention we, you mean yourself and your Eidolon. Well, me and my Eidolon can normally fly. Uh -huh. That's just part of my day. But you can make the rest of the team fly. I thought I could, and it would appear that I cannot. Ah. I can I can cast jump. <laughs> I, can, I can fly I on my fly. fly. It's a limited limited time use flying. Really. <laughs> I guess we could rock hop instead of rock climb. Actually, what we could do is once again enlarge person on my Eidolon and get close to the edge of this place and use him as a taxi. You guys just ride him one at a time to go up onto the shelf. But it's it, a person. It, as neat of an idea as that is, it would be kind of hard to miss a flying goat with flames above his head carrying people. Oh, you'd be surprised. Huh. You could enlarge Gorum and Gorum could go in as a giant. <laughs> um, I, am I am returning home from patrol. Hello, fellow giants. <laughs> How's that thing we guard and do and stuff of the day? <laughs> You're Hello, almost, fellow giants. Grinding bread is my favorite part of the day. Oh, here's an idea. Would a sphere of invisibility cover an enlarged hellgoat? It would. The, the downside to that is that, well, eh, the duration should be too much of an issue, but you're not going to make a lot of trips with one casting of it. Mm. Well, and they've got a building right next to this spur we're going for, so I... Do we go into the spur or down... As always, I, the shard visions I, are general locations, but not specific. 
So these giants might have the thing, the shard we need. I think we're going to have to search the whole village. I just kind of wanted to approach from an angle that wasn't three giant ballistae. They're probably lousy shots. When something that large is coming at you, they don't have to be great shots. Because shooting twice well. is silly. That's an argument. I backstab with my ballista! <laughs> More like impale a primary. Covers the tavern in what looks like beef stroganoff. <laughs> I like stroganoff. Well, I mean, you're allowed to devise your, your plan and what you think is the best option. One of these days, I'm going to take stone shape as a spell. It seems like it would come in handy way too often. <laughs> <laughs> it's Let's walk up to the foot base. Stairs. It's, That's it's where always... I like uh... well, I mean, again, like this does... Switch back, but yeah. That's uh, why I like stone to flesh. You can turn like a uh, like a seventeen cubic feet of meat. Then you can just eat your way through the pass. <laughs> um, meat that was stone like five seconds ago. This is awesome. And going to the bathroom would be a nightmare. <laughs> It'd take well. you an hour <laughs> just to poop. Right, you but just think of the rations you could have for if you're in a siege. Oof. You just need, like, one mage and the mountain beneath you. You underestimate Gorham's orcish intestines. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's more than fair. I don't know. I mean, we could try to land behind the ballistas at least. Like, hide on the, the roof of that big building. Maybe. You could fly over and drop things on the ballistas to disable them, and then... And by things, I'm assuming you mean fireballs? Those count. Yeah, we could uh, sever the, um, the, the, the string part. Rope or I could, part. Jump off the, I could jump off the goat and fall on the ballistas. My, <laughs> armor, my armor would go right through them. That's another thing we could drop. Instead of sick beats. <laughs> His next character shall be named the Mike, so our play will be to drop the Mike. <laughs> Death from above. <laughs> or beat from above, excuse me. Beat down. It'll just be like a naming convention. The character after that will be called the base, so we can drop the base. <laughs> called the cleric five-second rule. Oh, he's not dead yet. Five-second rule, five-second rule. And the party would be dubstep. <laughs> dubstep crew. And, and the rogue would be Skrillex. <laughs> Huh. Why not Danger Mao 5? Sorry, what? Why not Danger Mao 5? Because my knowledge of dubstep is very limited. <laughs> As is proper. <laughs> <laughs> it's still a subculture, right? Uh, culture might be strong, but... Uh... Yeah. <laughs> 
genre? Genre? Is that the it, right word? It was referenced in a Key and Peele sketch. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's about as legitimate as it's ever going to be. So Yeah, that's that's fair. Those guys are pretty current. They 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 stay on top of things. Is yes. what it means. So we got a village of a giant of giants and they have giant pets too. Yes. We'll eat well tonight. Um, which would you think a, a mastodon head would impress your, um, what is she called? She's on the handout section. A lady? I make these handouts. You saw Rocky? No, the Arrow is genuinely trying to grasp oh. at the word. Ah, ah. Or? I think it's called a madam. A madam, that's the word. She's a call girl. <laughs> Write him call girl. <laughs> no, Cyril, when they're dead, they're just hookers. <laughs> uh, She's not alone. <laughs> now I'm out of perfectly good rug. <laughs> Damn it, Archer. Uh. <laughs> Damn it, Archer. Is that why your last name is Archer? So yep. she- Oh, no. Oh, Duchess. <laughs> In my head, my character was kind of like Mallory Archer. <laughs> ah. that oh, Silver so Fox. Much. It explains so much. <laughs> Woof. Okay. So, back you, to the plan. <laughs> and then you kind of drew me like uh, Lana instead, which is cool. I, I can't... I. It's because I'm in the danger zone. <laughs> that explains the hands. All right. You were... <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, you so, gave me free creativity over your character, so... Yep. <sighs> okay, so we have several plans, all of them terrible. Which one do we want to execute? <laughs> well... If you if you fireball the building, then probably nobody will be able to run out and get to the ballistas. Now I, I, I will clarify: Arrow did not get a completely accurate viewer of the numbers. I have no idea how many giants we are dealing with. I've counted two. Well, and there's three of us, four of us, five of us. The, yes, but these two are centuries. The, the, the only one she was able to accurately confirm is there's at least one giant on each of the towers on the gate. Which means... Well, it's known that giants are evil. So we're clear there. Always planning the assault is the hardest part of combat. Yes. It's true. I should have never given you guys a map and just said, just, just you walk up to the gates. You know, I don't think that was something I was intending on doing. We could disguise um, ourselves as a roping band of minstrels or traders and see if we can talk our way through the gates. Okay, so I'm going to make a spellcraft check. Do I think that using something like Dimension Door this close to the shard is a bad idea? 
<laughs> Dimension door is pretty is is a different type of teleport. That would be fine, but it is fairly short range. Well, yeah, but I should be able to dimension door as from the bottom of the cliff to the top of the cliff. Roughly, how much range do you have exactly? That should probably work. What a great question. I'm super happy you asked me that question. I feel enriched as a person that you asked me that question. And you have that right at your fingertips. Somewhere. Yes. Totally not stalling. Definitely not. How dare you even imply that I was stalling? I feel truly offended. It's about... 400 feet plus 40 a level. Okay. Uh, yeah, 400 feet plus 40 per level. So... Then yes. That, that would be enough. Oh, that's clever. So if we're invisible long enough for Diane to cast Dimension Door... Well, we can... I, actually, if anything, I think... Dimension Door is one person, so I think actually Alex's um, Bard's Escape would be more appropriate. Dimension Door isn't just one person. That's how we got through the... Remember, that's how we ambushed the boss. Oh, it is a really. Oh, it's just you, you can be touching. That's that's what you have to be touching. And I can make it so that it's cast on from the perspective of my Eidolon, which we can all touch and all enjoy. So is is Guy, Guy Kafog with us? Um, unless you want him close, he he typically wants to stay away from the combat and such. Right, but I mean, like, is he close? Was we to be leaving him behind here, or did we leave him like at a camp a day back? Or that sounds like a party decision. Yeah, who are we talking about? Your cleric. Our we we, we left our cleric behind. Your your goth your, goth your, your gothy cleric. We have a cleric. Masochistic. This one. Oh Jesus! We brought him. Well, that was the intention we talked about a, a while ago about just having him stick around to cast Ray's dead off scrolls and stuff. And yeah. he's willing he's willing to heal us for free out of goodness of his heart. Yeah, but his healing always comes with titty twisters. <laughs> You'll learn to like it. Um I, I I knew that he was sticking around the tower while we invaded the Abbey. I didn't realize he was following us for a while now. That's cool. Oh sorry. Well no, that that was um that that was kind of the offer. Um, like if you guys don't want him, he could stay back. But the idea was, he's a bit more, uh, um, slightly more available than than just having to teleport back to town. Can 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 I rename him? Um, you could try to give him a nickname. Come on, can he be Father Dockwagon? <laughs> Dockwagon. Oh, Chummer. Follows the party into danger and heals us. Oh no, I, I believe I want to stay a fair bit away from danger at this point. So Doc Wagon basic then. <laughs> wait <laughs> wait until the gunfire has stopped before healing. Yeah. So okay, my here's my thought process in its entirety. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that the giants are intelligent enough to be looking for enemies attacking from the shelf, which is why they've constructed a massive wall and watchtowers among their only exit. So if we teleport as a group to the top of the shelf, okay. and then the cleric can set up camp on the shelf and hang back while we assault from on top of the shelf, destroying the ballista first, then the watchtowers, then murdering everything else. I mean, forceful resistance to any other giants who mean us harm. So that ledge behind the building, basically? Yeah, basically murder everything. 
and then, you know, go in for the shard. Uh, he'd prefer to wait until after you guys have finished the murdering. Well, yeah, he stays up on the shelf until everything's dead but us. Well, he, he, he preferred not to be on the shelf at all, really. That's still pretty much in the thick of things. Elf on the shelf? But. <laughs> I, I don't think he is an elf. I think he's human, isn't he? He's human. Goth on the shelf? <laughs> yeah, there we go. Bench on the bench? Well, that works. We could just leave him down at the base of wherever we're teleporting from or whatever. Yeah, that's fine. Like uh, among the um, wind shelter? Well, that would have been way back. But you could just find some small rock cropping to have him wait around and keep an eye on things. See, and again, if I had stone shape, I could make him a quick little cave and he could hide in there. Mm -hmm. You could make all sorts of fun things for us. Right? I really think that's a useful spell. I could make, like, you know, statues to our glory. You can also make your own doorways. Well, technically, I do that with dimension, but yes. Temporary doorways. All right, so yeah, the idea will be to go up, we'll dimension door up to the left part and then travel around to behind the building. Behind the building? You don't want to just dimension door behind the building then? That would probably be taxing things. This is a wide scale map. Like, even if we dimension door up onto the shelf, walked around to the side, and then from the side, we could even dimension door behind the building if you really wanted to. Hmm. Wait, any, any, when, when you're talking, you're talking about this shelf. That's um, that that's that's really rough, uneven, rocky terrain. This image does not display it that way. I, I, I that's uh, this is why I was talking with Heather's question about climbing around the sides and stuff. It's, well, it looks fairly steep from the valley up onto the shelf, but it looks like a, a shelf to me. But okay, so it's rough, uneven terrain. Fair enough. It's. I mean, like again, look at the shard of envy vision. It's. It's. It's not this nice flatness. There's ups and downs, and it's. It's still. That looks like a pretty reasonable shelf to walk along. Now keep it's in not, mind. Keep... It's not a Saskatchewan field, but. It, it would. It would be like. I guess if you get on top, but. It's, it's not yeah. going to be a great vantage point to attack from, is, but it, I guess it could Well, be. no, we were going to use that to travel around and then come down on the back. See, unfortunately, though... Uh... We're going to try to backdoor them, like trick them. Like, well, yeah, no, they... like, I, 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 was, I was thinking then, that, yeah, you, you could... In the back. I was imagining, when you talked about shelf, I thought you were talking about the top area with the ballista. And I was going to say, you could you could teleport from the bottom by the, by the um, barricade dimension door up by where the ballistas are as a fair limit of the dimension door. Um, I, I suppose you would be able to teleport to just the top there and from there figure another spot to dimension door from. Like 400 feet plus 40 per level, that's, like, even if these are 15 foot squares, it's less than 400 feet. There is, like, there is some height differential, some very major height differential happening here as well. That's true. No, my intention was to go from somewhere in the valley up to the rocky part on top and travel along that so that we are out of hopefully out of sight of the guards in the guard tower until we circle the the orc or the giant encampment and come down behind the building. 
Like I want to be on the north side of that of that square structure. Is that doable, or am I missing something? I think that should still be doable. What about the uh, monstrous winds that this place is notorious for? I don't see that how that would affect teleporting too much. It's it's not a particularly windy moment, but um, but yeah, there's hmm, yeah, you would have enough height to get to the top there. But I mean, yeah, like there, the the actual flat part might be even like five hundred feet up from the the bottom area. It's quite a height sure. difference. But yeah, but four hundred plus forty per yeah, level—that's yeah. feet. Yeah, no, that that would be fine. It's again, I was looking at a couple other things there, but that should be fine. Any sign of dragon about? Since still no sign of dragon. Nope, I found. No hint of a dragon. Unless you're planning something else to search and look at things. So is that the plan? You want to enlarge? Well, there, there's a question. We're not going to enlarge. We're just going to dimension door the group up to the top. And then hike from there. Okay. Yeah. So so you're going to invisibility the sphere of the group, walk up to the ledge, dimension door up? Is that the plan? I was hoping we could start this process far enough back that the invisibility sphere may not be necessary. Because we might need the invisibility sphere closer to when we're passing by the wall. That's fair. Like, I was hoping we could start... Like if they're if the if we're at the base of the windy uh, ramp up toward this wall, I was hoping we or or is that ramp you're talking about behind the wall? Behind the wall, yes. Oh, can you can you see the switchback from there? Yeah, I can see it now. Okay, I thought I thought you meant like there was a switchback approaching no, the wall. No, it's there. There's some slight differential, but it's it's fairly flat. Or with with some other occasional rocky um, outcroppings from from into the higher foothills, but and you're ta- you're talking about going up here on like the lower left and jumping up onto that upper spot and walking around. It, it would, that was my yeah. It would be difficult to get closer than like a hundred feet without some decent. Um, stealth abilities without being seen because there's they've reasonably cleared it from cover for any approach. For and yeah, that's understandable. But like, could we not start say 150 feet back and tell like dimension door up onto the shelf and then walk the shelf because we're assuming they're staring at the clearing they've cut in front of them and not up above. Yeah, I mean it's just they they do have a very high radius like okay let's see uh, let's what do we got here it's a decent how much radius. does that rise above the uh towers and building also a good question and if that just puts it on level with the towers then it could be boned yeah all right fair enough uh you you could be reasonable distance away if you want to get up there and what is the height differential between the shelf we're dimension dooring onto and like the towers? 
Uh, that's probably closer to the 400 feet. There's about a uh, 90-foot-ish distance from the bottom of the switch back to the top. Uh, or Wait, how many are those? That, that's three ramps, right? Yeah, looks like. Yeah, because yeah, each ramp is supposed to be 30 feet high at the highest difference. So, yeah. Well, then when we get around behind the building, we're looking at dropping down hundreds of feet to get well, to the... We're going to dimension door down hundreds of feet, but yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> I can't climb, dude. I mean, I can fly if you want to try and stumble down, but I assumed I wanted you in one piece so you can take a hit. No, no I can drop. That's that's about... <laughs> drop the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the armor does give me some damage resistance, but... Uh... Does anyone have a catapult? We can send them into the upper floors of the building. <laughs> Send him to the roof. <laughs> He's like a ninja. Oh, oh less like a ninja. <laughs> or like a bomb thrown by the ninja. Not subtle. Ah, but nobody expect a frontal assault in the back. That's <laughs> true. That's why it's not a frontal assault. It's a back assault. All right. Uh, so, so okay, is this a plan the party is going to start with, then? Um, I think it's the most practical. We'll go with it until it goes pear-shaped, so two rounds in. Yeah, that sounds boring. <laughs> All right, is the party casting their standard buffs of heroism, uh, bark skin? Mage armor. Mage armor. Yeah, it's probably the best idea. I'll, uh, knock, uh... Two things off of the wand. Yeah. Assuming I didn't find it. Alex has something that helps us with rough terrain. And yeah, mass feather step. So you guys are actually able to move fairly easily over the, the rocky terrain with the spell on. I remembered something. All right. So as um, I'll give a moment to make sure everyone has their inventory and spells adjusted here. Turn on all the buffs on the sheet. Um, and I will have uh, Life Drinker out, seeing as I'm not looking at probably attacking non-living things. Uh, go to consumables, probably. Go to, like, charged. Oh, oops. Those are rolling. Okay, good. It does remind me, though. I should clear... Oh, it actually did clear things for me for once. Okay. Uh... Yes, so the first spell is cast, and the party is put a reasonable distance inside the top ledge there. I, I, I imagine the idea is you're not trying to be teleported in close to visible range. No, we'd prefer not to be. Okay. I'm still in... Yes, I, I know, dear. I, I will move things over when necessary. I'm... I'm sorry, I thought you did that already. I'm sorry. We're currently playing with imagination. <laughs> imagination. That's where Gorm's the stealthiest. <laughs> All right. With a casting of Dimension Door, the party finds themselves on top of a rocky, uneven crag. And you can tell by the position of 
the guilt spur sticking out to the north of you, that you are where your destination is. Are you having someone kind of approach the sides to peer down and uh, have a closer look at things? Not until we're past the wall, I don't think. Well, you are you're technically past the wall. You're 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 talking about that shelf on the um, center right, correct? Or were you thinking on the left? I was thinking on the left. Oh. Um, fair enough. Like I was gonna tell, I was gonna take us up on the shelf on the left, and then we walk along the shelf north and a little bit east until we're behind that building. Okay. And we take out all the giants before we go into the guild spur. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, with the ease of feather step and just general capabilities of flying and movement. You, you will be able to uh, achieve your general target destination. So you want to be behind the uh, uh, building, you said? Yes. Stealth up. And from that vantage point, what can we see within the encampment? All right. Uh, who is approaching? Just a general party? I think so. Do we have to get close to the shelf to tell Dimension Door back down? Um, just give me stealth checks just for a general purpose. Oh That's not going to go well. Do I get a bonus on stealth if I say I'm hovering with my flight? It can't hurt. You're getting any kind of bonus for feather step? It doesn't hurt. But just, just roll your basic results now. Eleven! I beat Gorm and my skill's a negative two. Oh, wait, sorry. Six. <laughs> Look how stealthy I'm being, guys. All right. Gorm, shush. You're, you're not the most stealthy, but you are gaining a big benefit from not being very close, not being in their general line of sight. And to them, we're we. Um, so, yes. let's. Uh, I think I should be able to... Let you guys see the, the general gist of the, the map here. I will warn you, this is an immense map. If to, to gain a good grasp of it, you will want to zoom out heavily. Like at 40% or so? At like 20%. Oh, gosh. Whoa. Wow. So. Uh, what's the fiery guy? Uh, yes. Uh... You will see. I'm really glad we're coming at this from the back. <laughs> All right. So you're able to see near the gate are two mastodons with hill giant riders. They appear to be just kind of doing a general stroll around, being at ready, but they're not particularly on guard. You can see that there are the two sentries, however, in the towers, which at least be taking their jobs somewhat seriously. At the top of the ramp, there are a uh, number of mastodons, which seem to have um, uh, a thick black substance rubbed in and integrated with their hair. In addition to more hill giants, which are casually manning the ballistae, there is another giant, which gives an impression of um, being somewhat stout and almost seeming to have fiery hair. Uh, 
So let's see here. It's a ginger giant. A uh, oh, lumbering oh. giant has short, stumpy legs and powerful, muscular arms. Its hair and beard seem to be made of fire. Um, all right. Fire giant and four chunks. Or sloth. Who's the goodies guy? And then we have the Macedons. Creatures that are larger than a normal elephant with enormous sweeping tusks and shaggy brown fur on their bodies. And... That's somewhat impressive. Uh, oh, yes. Did I make a special description for these guys? Why isn't that, why isn't that working? Oh, my goodness, Rule 20. If you messed up where my images are located, I'm going to be very upset. One, then three on the ballistas. Okay. Two more, two more. Okay. All right. And then, of course, hill giants. Hunched giants that exude power and crude, stupid anger. Their filthy fur clothing be speaking a brutish and backwards lifestyle. Uh, most of these, however, seem to be armed with clubs, and some that are astride Macedons have lances instead. <laughs> that sounds like fun. <laughs> What's the more impressive trophy, a fire giant head or a mastodon head? Probably Ma the mastodon. I vote Mastodon. There is something about those tusks. Mm. <laughs> they hold up the roof of the bar. Holy crap. Well, one so, of yes. those will do until... uh, so you guys see where you generally are on the ledge. You are allowed to reorganize yourself and such. And for the moment, you do not appear to be spotted. Man, what I wouldn't give for a 50 cal. <laughs> Can't your wizard one up? <laughs> oh, wait, summon. I'm a summoner. Now, I guess, admittedly, I almost shouldn't give you guys the giants on the ballistae because even at your great height, the 50-foot house would shield them mostly. But <laughs> you, you have flight, and you can walk around to the edge of it and such. Okay. Arrow? Yes. The upside of fighting giants is their ability to be fucked up. If you could pick off, like, if you could just shoot an arrow into, like, that dude, he might blame it on that dude, and they'll fight amongst themselves. Hmm. Wait, I'm sorry. Can you? Oh, oops. The guys inside the building? Those guys are meant to be inside the building. Damn. I, I told you I had to re-put tokens. I forgot to hide those ones. If you could shoot an arrow through the wall right about there for no reason, something <laughs> about there for no reason, uh, no. <laughs> I suppose there's no windows or anything that we could peek into. Um, not particularly. Uh, it seems to be mostly just built out of logs for the purpose of housing. Not much given for comforts like windows. Not much of a fortress if there's no windows. Well, that's what they have to barricade for. This is mostly the barracks and housing. Not that you know that. <laughs> what is the best course of action? Wade in and murder them. 
I like your plan, Gorham. We'll call it Plan B. <laughs> Fortunately, Gorham and Arrow do have, um, oh, Gorham, Arrow, and Alex have experienced killing giants. This is true. Well, at least Edmonds. Oh, yeah, I killed a fair no, number of kill giants, too. That's true. How do you kill the flaming ones? Hit them harder. Those <laughs> haven't been encountered yet. First time for everything. Mm. Well, I suppose we couldn't leap onto the roof and go through the chimney, could we? I mean, uh, I'm assuming that's a chimney. The 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 leap would be bad. <laughs> Teleport on the roof, and then you could. Or, however, you could binge it down the chimney. That is a chimney. If there's not a big fire. How much smoke is coming out of said chimney? A fair amount of smoke is coming out of said chimney. (laughs) Almost as if there was a giant sized fire. Down to the forge. That's not an option. Against it, I don't know. Well, I mean, keep in mind, this place is massive. Is it sad? I, I know that Gorham's going to be not happy with me for even suggesting this. But there's a part of me that's like, we could just go straight to the crystal and steal what we need and do the investigation and leave. That is assuming it's in there. It's just a and general area. We could be noticed. No, uh, yeah. We could stealthily do that, try that if you... Maybe. Yeah. There might be more impressive heads. I could get these heads on the way out. Yeah, but th- this building is like 120 feet wide by 120 feet wide. It's massive building. So there's a big fire. Okay. Um, I mean, it's totally an option if you guys just want to skip past. It is. You don't know what you're looking for. You could set the building on fire. The shard would survive. And then we kill them while they're distracted or fire giant wouldn't care. Well, um, I suppose we could just go ahead to the guilt spur. I mean, we're on a shelf. It's just more sucky hiking for us right now. I mean, on the guilt spur picture, that looked more like the, uh, like there's scaffolding around that or something. Um, there is some of it. Um, obviously how much can be shown on the map, but... For the most part, at right now it's it's um, th- that that's tunneling work kind of leading down, really. So I uh, assume if this is Thessalonian, there's underground rooms and yeah, you can definitely tell from from looking at the map that those those are tracks and they're going fairly deep and and, and tunneling around it. There may be the scaffolds where it looked like there was some work investigating the top of it, but it doesn't seem particularly active right now. I guess these guys are just the outer guard, so we can just stealth in there and then. If if you're if you are spending some time, you will notice that there's occasional hill giants coming out of those guilt spar uh, tunnels, kind of dragging a load of rocks and tossing them in in the with the rest there and heading back down. So the tunnels mine works are big enough for them. Oh yes, Makes sense. Okay, uh, you can just see the scale on this map; it's huge. And how tiny we are. That makes us harder to hit. Yeah, yeah, that's more than fair. Oh, gosh. 
<laughs> it's so hard to be smart about this. Well, you guys are powerful, and you have lots of backup plans. I mean, I assumed the um, the, the the place you teleported to was thoroughly studied to be a return location, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. We're like Team Mystic. We're overanalyzing this, aren't we? You guys have powerful capabilities. I mean, I, un- I understand you want to hit it the, the strongest way, but I mean, it's it's up to you guys. I mean, unfortunately, I'm kind of almost suggesting here just because this if if a battle is start here, it could be lengthy. That you guys either need to plan something, or you might want to even get close to calling it here. It's almost eleven as it is. That's true. That's true. Well, my vote would be going towards the guild spur, pick off the giants that are there and try to be quiet about it and hope that the other giants are deaf to their plates and stuff. The reason I'm nervous about that is we don't know what's down there and if we get damaged and are on our way back and encounter all of this BS that's bad for us. True. Couldn't you just dimension store us back up onto the ledge or something? I'm not sure if if it's even going to work once we're in that spur. Like we were, actually, I was actually one of our side quests is to figure out why this place screws with magic so much. So we have to. I, I would assume we'd have to at the very least get back up to you know somewhere around where we are now before we could teleport away, and that's more than enough distance for them to put a wrench in our plans or up our behinds, and I don't like either of those. Screws with teleport magic, or is your other magic going to be less useful? Well, they said it, like, it was the reason we weren't going to teleport straight here was we're pretty sure it screws with teleport magic. We think Dimension Door will work, but I mean... Well, we have to fight our way out. We have to fight our way out. I mean, ab- abjuration uh, is always a, tr- a traditional warding type magic, and this one has a strong effect that's constantly been active. So, um, yeah, I'm sure when you guys experiment with it, you'll you might discover some of the effects. But yeah, it's it's not. You've kind of specifically been told, do not take magic for granted around this necessarily. I think the smartest play is to clear the guys off of the hill before we go down. Um, now, originally, I was like, okay, we can see the back of that building. Are there any doors or anything on the back of the building? Uh, no. Privy. Here's um, just to be uh, doors from the front, which, again, I'll, I'll let you guys have with a bit of scouting. Um, basically, if, if, if you look at the building here and uh, watch it uh, right around here, Mm-hmm. You guys see that? Yeah. Yeah. Are, are two massive double doors. And that yeah. appears to be the only particular entrance in or out. And, and the chimney. And, and the chimney, yes. Sorry. So the Sorry. downside is even if we come back around and like come down from the hill over here, we're still like we're not just taking on this big group, which would suck but also possibly any giants which may or may not be in that building, of which I'm sure I have no idea that there are four. Do those ballistas look like they can be pivoted to point back 
here too, or they definitely could be pivoted, but it wouldn't be an easy um, option. And for that matter, they'd have to be relocated beside the building and such. I'm hoping we can get to the ballista and use the ballista to take out the dudes at the gate. I'm not trained in ballista. Unfortunately, these are giant size. That would be tricky. You'd have to enlarge wizard or something. Yeah. Enlarge Gorum. Enlarge Gorum would have a chance of using them. But first we'd have to fight our way through seven dudes. And possibly reinforcements. I've fought seven dudes before. Were they giant-sized dudes? Many people are bigger than Gordon. Gordon. <laughs> he has little dog well, syndrome. <laughs> okay, so let me just go through my inventory here quick. Does anybody have anything that they would feel confident creating a quick, preferably slightly quiet, Wall through the log wood cabin at the back? Wall? Or door? Not quiet. I mean, I could probably sunder a mouse hole for us with my uh, Admantian falchion, the trips acid. The, um... Oh! Oh, oh, oh! I forgot about my favorite item! What is your favorite item? Qual's Feather Token Tree! We can grow an oak tree in their back wall. It won't really be quiet. <laughs> well, it would certainly uh, get their attention, I'd imagine. Well, the upshot is if we start the fight there, if we start the fight, instead of coming around and actually trying there, if we start the fight at the back of the cabin, they all have to come through the cabin or assuming, like, they're giants so they're not too bright. Hopefully they'll come through the cabin. Which means the Mastodons might have a real hard time. So hopefully we can just fight Giants for a while. We might attract one or two more Giants from the Giltspur, but... So, what, exactly? what do you think? Hmm. Well, I mean, if, we, if we're in back, they're going to have to go around it because there's no back door anyways. We're kind of creating a back door in the form of an oak tree. How, how would an oak tree create a back door exactly? Well, if you have a log cabin with a wall that looks something like this, mm-hmm. and you plant an oak tree here that suddenly bursts up into a 40-foot diameter oak tree, it's going to blast the wall away, right? Like physics. The, the boards, the, the planks are like this. Boom. It's just going to toss them out of the way and create an opening around the oak tree just by the nature of that this, large this thing coming. This is a conjuration effect, right? A conjuration effect has to be in an open location capable of supporting it. I've always used this for this device. I love it so much. You always mess with my plans. From from, from the conjuration school. Tree feather token. Springs into being five foot diameter trunk. Oh, five foot diameter, 60 foot height, 40 foot top diameter. This is an instantaneous effect. Major creation. It does not say that it... It just says it's Craft Wondrous Item Major Creation. I guess if you could get under the wall. And I imagine Major Creation is Conjuration Effect. Yeah. You could probably fireball a door and a hole in the wall, too. I mean, at that point. 
Major creation is conjuration school. Yeah. Conjuration school, a creature or object brought into being or transported to your location by a conjuration spell cannot appear inside another creature or object, nor can it appear floating in an empty space. It must arrive at an open location on a surface capable of supporting it. Well, 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 is this is this actually like wood logs or planks or they, they would be wood. It's basically the same materials the barricade would have been made out of. I'm I'm surprised the adventure doesn't mention where they found this much wood. I guess they went further up into the mountains, but <laughs> I mean I could try and sunder a, a gap in the wall. We'll have several rounds before anything gets to us. I mean, so you're trying to assault inside the house first, is what you're figuring? Well, that was my original plan, but I'm now rethinking it. I'm now thinking that's less good. I mean, you, nothing would stop you from a dimension door into it and both sides being surprised and they'd still have to come through the door. That's true. That's a better plan. They might not have mastodons inside the... Uh... Oh, arrow disconnected. Yeah, she seems to be having some connection issues. My, uh, my computer froze. Ah. Well... Okay, so do we want to start combat at 11 o'clock, or do we want to call it here and I meditate th- on these things for next week? Um, 11 o'clock isn't a bad ending time, if we're all right with that. I'm fine. Um, yeah, so Dimension Door in and start Havoc. Especially if like we start on the second floor, that'd be... Uh, looks like there's two floors i'm guessing from this i mean it, it unfortunately well, requires on you guessing exactly where the second floor is and stuff would there, not, we... would there not be clues in the log cabin wall because normally you'd want to joist the floor into the log cabin, like the old school construction on it is you would have to joist the the floor into the wall like in between the the barriers on the wall that, well, you know how t- that would allow me to ask. Um, well, you wouldn't particularly see. I'm afraid there would still be some initial internal construction. And we know how tall the giants are, so you could put us okay, where well, we'd only drop five or ten feet. But... I mean, the, the question not... is: this is this is a fifty foot high structure. Yeah, where... would a knowledge check of some sort help or no? I suppose knowledge is it was it engineering architecture. Yeah, engineering. engineering. Put us like five feet from the ceiling height. Oh, it's one of the few I don't have a point in. Awesome. <laughs> Even Gorham has points in engineering. Well, then roll it, man. Well, not many, but oh, twenty-seven. Seems significantly better All than right. mine. Um. You are able to get the impression that, uh, let's see, how does this look again from the top? Yeah, that's just that square section would have a second floor at roughly the same ceiling height as where the lower section uh, stops. That makes so much sense. I feel so dumb for not thinking of that. I have shamed family. I must commit Sudoku. No, no, don't do that. However, there it is very it is um fairly clear though that it's not a complete 
second floor. Um, hmm. The joists don't go all the way around at that level. Hmm. You, you could dementia store on the roof and I could just pry through the ceiling. I think it'd be better to come in just on the other side of the wall on the second floor. All right. Though the upside is we have a week to consider it. <laughs> Fair enough. These future events will affect you in the future. Yes. I mean, I hope, I hope that's reasonable enough for you guys. I mean, I know it's not great to have a session without combat sometimes, but this had a lot of initial planning and stuff. Nope. It's... No, we're... Well set up, and I, I feel like it's my fault because I was in the shower. Oh, I need to get up it in five hours. Well, a little over five hours. Oh, dude. Anyways, five the, and a half. What's getting you up that early? I catch a five twenty ferry in the morning. Oh. Okay. Uh, then yes, we will call it there for the evening. Um, very well.